Also, here's Ujiwaka. I'm liking how he's, he's uploading. Hi, welcome to Our Beautiful Monster. I'm Katie. I'm Grayson. We like monsters. Yep, that is correct. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. Um, Grayson, I started watching a new show. What show did you start watching? I started watching Jujutsu Kaisen. Is that about people doing jujitsu? No, jujutsu, not jujitsu. Oh, is it about people doing jutsus? It's it. I mean, you, yeah. I. Well, here's the thing that I, because I heard, I've been hearing about it for a while. It's like a new Shonen Jump series. Um, I guess it's not new in Shonen Jump anymore because the anime is out, so it's not a new manga, but it's newish. But anyway, uh, I knew a little bit about it, but then I learned yesterday. <laughs> so this one character that people are calling Gen Z Kakashi because he's the teacher for, for the students. He has like crazy gray hair and he wears a blindfold, which is like an eye patch for two eyes. And he's kind of weird, but also very powerful. Yes. Which is, that's just Kakashi. This is true. But then I found out that not only that, but the three, like, main student main characters, you've got the peppy boy, the main character who's cursed. You've got the, the guy with the dark hair who's, like, grumpy. And then you have the girl. Are we sure this isn't Naruto? <laughs> that's what I said. This, this is just Naruto again. They just did Naruto again. But like, I guess like the Gen Z anime kids, they like they don't know about Naruto. They only know about Boruto, which is why I can do this. Huh. Yeah. But but it's but it, so far it's it's better Naruto. I will give it that. It's not a super hard but high bar to clear, to be honest with you. No. I mean, it's still definitely a shonen, but I like the kids better. I think the show's interesting. It's got some cool body horror stuff in it. Which you know I'm a fan of. Yeah, I, I have a big affection for Naruto. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't actually think it's very good. No, it's not. But. No. It's weird looking back on it. I feel like of like the the big three sh- the shonen anime from like when we were kids, which is Naruto, Bleach, and One Piece. I feel like two of them are are just not good. And One Piece is I think better than the other two. And I feel like the fact that it's still going speaks to that personally, but. I think that Naruto is still better than Bleach. No, that's that's probably true. I Bleach is the only I haven't read all of Naruto. Bleach is the only one that I got back into of those two, and I, I guess I also got it back into One Piece, but that was a while ago, and I'm still reading it because it's ongoing. But Ble- Bleach isn't isn't good. Bleach has some cool ideas, but like the plot, the plot's bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I've been rereading Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Because I never, because I, I wanted to reread Dragon Ball because I've never read past the Red Ribbon Army arc. Yeah. And now I'm on to uh, Mamek. Cool. Where are you finding scans? Because when I got into Dragon Ball Z, I chose to read it instead of watch it. And I ended up buying volumes of manga just because the online scans were so shitty because it was so old. Um, the ones I've been reading are on Manga Dex. Yeah. Maybe they're better. I feel like Manga Dex... It wasn't really a big thing. Like it existed, I think, but it wasn't a huge site. Like it is. Like it's now. It's like the go-to place to go read manga. That's where I read all my. Yeah, me too. Because I'm poor, I can't quite afford to have volumes upon volumes of manga. Yeah, I buy. I buy volumes. Like I, I've been buying all the Golden Kamui volumes because I want to support it. But a lot of stuff I don't bother buying. And like the other 
manga that I got into the most recently is Monster, and I feel like they would be hard to get my hands on copies of that because it's ten ten year old series. No, more like twenty year old. Uh, a lot of the problem with early Dragon Ball ones too is that they're either um, randomly censored and edited for American kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. Uh, or the official ones that they have on, I think it's the Viz website. Yeah. Are clearly from the 90s. And it's like, oh, I, I think Bulma in like one of the first chapters is like, I bet this kid thinks he's a cool cat. And I'm like, no. <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. So uh, I... I only have one volume of Dragon Ball and a bunch of volumes of Dragon Ball Z. But it was like, I think it's it's a fairly, I don't know if the translation's different, but it is a newer release because it's one of the like three-in-one volumes. Mm. But I don't know if they retranslated it. Anyway, that's not what we're talking about no. today. It's more, than, it's more than we usually talk about anime, but it's fine. I, I've been on a Dragon Ball Z kick, yeah. so I have more of an opinion on anime than usual. Yeah. Um, what are we talking about today, Grayson? So today we're going to be talking about some of the new monsters from Monster Hunter Rise, which is coming out in March. Hooray! And then also a little bit about the... Mon- the I was going to say real monsters, but that's not right. Yeah, so all of the... As far as I'm aware, all of the new monsters for the game are based on yokai. Mm-hmm. Um, and they all have... They're all pretty interesting interpretations of them. Oh, I hope you're planning on showing me all of them. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah. Um, so I've played the demo, and the game feels great so far. Good. I'm, I'm happy for you and your Monster Hunter heart. There's a, there's a new mechanic where you can literally throw reins on monsters and control them <gasps> for a little bit. I thought it was uh, a little too far at first, but after using it, it's like, oh, no, that feels really good to do. Yeah. A little taste of a little taste of what's it, Monster Hunter Stories? Is that the one where you ride monsters? Yeah, Monster Hunter Stories 2 is coming out this summer. I'm very excited for that. Yeah. So let me get started with the one that I think is the funniest looking. <laughs> okay, I hope it's. Uh, can I guess which which? Because I I Grayson texted me because I'm I'm in charge of the yokai research, which I didn't do very much of, but I did a little, and I also knew some stuff already. Um, so I know all of them are, and I'm going to try to guess which one it is. Is the funniest looking one the Kasa Obake one? It is not. Really? Then it's the Kappa. Yeah, it's an amphibian yes. type monster called the Tetranodon. It's a very <laughs> cool name. Oh, he's a strange looking man. He's so round. Yeah, one of his abilities is to, uh, he scoops up gravel into his mouth and then sprays it out at you. Interesting. Now it looks like he's got uh, like a moss hat on. Yep. So is that covering his bowl? Uh, so he does. He's not a kappa. He's based on a kappa. Okay. Well, I just feel like that's if he doesn't have a bowl head, then that's uh, how is that a kappa? That's the most distinctive feature of a kappa. Well, his hair makes a bowl shape. Does it? Or the moss, I guess. It's kind of. It's sort of flat with a ring and shape to it. I guess so. Uh, and he's got the beak, and he's got the webbed hands and feet. Yeah, and he loves cucumbers. He does. He looks like the guy who would like a cucumber. Uh, he reads to me more as a platypus than a kappa. He does look platypus-like. You know what he kind of looks like to me? Yeah. He looks kind of like a platypus alligator, and also his tail looks like a beer hop. kind of does. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but yeah, 
Uh, do you know who my favorite Kappa in media is? <laughs> I didn't know you had a favorite Kappa. Please tell me. Uh, it's Ludicolo. I guess he is a Kappa. Yeah, he's a Kappa and Shiftry's a Tengu. He's like a Kappa pineapple. Yeah. Um, but yeah, to turn it on, he's marks the return of the amphibian monster type. Mm-hmm. As he should be. He uh, previously only had two members. Mm-hmm. The Tetsukabra, who is mm-hmm. a big sumo frog. Oh. Uh, and the Zamtrios, who is a shark frog. That makes sense. In some ways. it's a, You, you want to make the frog scarier? Make him a shark. Exactly. I like his little paws with these like cylindrical paw pads. Not cylindrical. These concentric paw pads that he's got on him. Yeah. I imagine he'd be a little sticky. Yeah, that would make sense. He's sort of swampy in nature. So does he like swallow a bunch of water and then spit it at you? Because it looks like that's what he would do. Yeah, that's what he does. But he scoops up gravel and sprays that. Right, you said that. Yeah. You fight him in rivers mostly. He's covered in moss. Yeah. Or seaweed, probably. Or, I guess not seaweed. He lives in rivers. River river weed. That's a thing, I think. Yeah. Do you want me to talk about... I, I, I obliquely mentioned some Kappa features, but should I say them more directly? Yeah, why don't you tell us about the Kappa? So Kappa's a classic, classic yokai. One of the, I would say, less threatening, but not necessarily less dangerous, because they like to steal children. Never good. No, but so basically they're kind of like a frog-like little man, and usually they have a turtle shell on them. And then, but what their distinctive thing is that the, the top of their heads is like a bowl, like it's like an indent. Instead, like it's not like the bowl on top of their head. Their the top of their head is like concave, and it's got water in it. And that water is basically like their brain, so they cannot spill that water. That would be very bad for them. Um. And they just like to take children for, I don't know, their nefarious reasons. But the way that you that you deal with Kappa is that they love cucumbers. So you just like give them a cucumber or like people will give offerings of cucumbers where they think Kappas live to ward them off. Um, and because of this, uh, there's a sushi roll called a Kappamaki, which is just cucumber in rice and seaweed. That sounds more palatable than regular sushi to me. It's one of my favorites, to be honest. I like I like fish, like proper sushi too. But I I like a kapimaki every now and then. It's just a nice, refreshing little sushi roll. I can't keep down raw fish. Yeah, that, that would make sushi a challenge for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's Kappa's. Something I like about this guy is how round he is. I also like that. I think it's his best feature. He's he's got he's a hefty chonker, if you will. He sure is. But he's still ready to fight. He's still doing his best to do a cool fighting pose. Yeah, he apparently also does some sumo things. That makes sense. He's, he's got, got, the sh- got like a sumo pose here with the wide legs and the one hand for it. Yeah, he's got the shape for it, and he's like a Japanese-themed monster. So Yeah. Yeah. The other one, uh, they have him fighting with a classic monster called Urzeros, Mm-hmm. who's just sort of a big blue badger bear. That makes sense. I don't know why I said that makes sense. I guess it's just that's good. That's what I really mean to say. It's good. I like that there's a badger bear. Uh, part of their like fight is literally them just having like a wrestling match. <laughs> good for them. So that's Tetranidon. Mm-hmm. Tetranodon. Yeah. If you will. Uh, so now I'm going to move on to one that's... What it's based on is pretty intimidating, but it itself is a pretty weak monster. Um. Then I'm going to guess it's the... Hold on, let me pull up the list. 
Because I don't know what I want to say, but I have to remember what it's called. The Akugio. Is it that one? Nope. Uh, this is the Great Izuchi, who is hmm. a bird wyvern type monster. So he's basically a giant raptor. So he's a, he's the Tengu. Um, no. No. Um, he's the bird one. He's 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 a giant velociraptor. Oh, then I have no idea which one he's supposed to be. Well, this should probably tell you because his hands and tail end in each a sickle-like claw. Oh, they made a dinosaur Kamaitachi. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I guess that's fair. He's not like the typical representative of a Kamaitachi is weasel, but I was looking at the lore and they're actually not. A lot of the legends don't necessarily specify it being a weasel. So I guess that's fair. Oh, he's cute. So the Great Izuchi. He looks like a Pokemon drawn in a realistic art style. He looks like he would be like fighting steel. Mm-hmm. All right, so tell, tell us about this friend. And then I'll tell us about Kamaitachi. The Great Izuchi is part of a recurring theme where they have uh, a low-level monster who's a great version of a small monster. Mm-hmm. So you have like a Jaggy who's just like a little tiny raptor. And then the Great Jaggy is like an actual fight who's a big one. Yeah. So the Great Izuchi uh, is followed around by two or three Izuchis, uh-huh. and he can command them during the fight. Good. Good for him. So sometimes he'll do his, like, jumping tail slam, and then mm-hmm. the other two will follow it up with their smaller one. Now, so he's clearly a, a, a dinosaur raptor, but is he supposed to be covered in feathers, or is that fur? I would imagine it's feathers. Okay. Because it looks very much like fur. Well, the, yeah, Monster Hunter's not super strict on that. They yeah. can have... He does look kind of like if a weasel was a dinosaur. I would say that's accurate. Yeah. One of the other things he can do, because he's one of the ones that's fightable in the demo, mm-hmm. uh, he does a lot of like spinning and jump slashes. That makes sense. So he doesn't have a lot of health, and he doesn't do crazy damage, but he's pretty mobile. Mm-hmm. And I think that makes him somewhat of a challenge. Does he have wind magic? Uh, he does not, because he is an early game monster. That's fair. Uh, yeah, so why don't you tell us about the Kamaitachi? Alright, so the Kamaitachi, uh, traditionally, it's, it's the name translates, uh, the current rendition of the name translates to Sickle Weasel. And so, usually in media, they're like little weasels that have, like, they don't hold sickles, their claws are sickles. Um, and they can sort of fly around and whip up winds that cut you, or they just cut you with their sickles. There's a lot of different variations on this myth. The initial name didn't even, it had nothing to do with weasels. It was just about the blades being sharp. And so in a lot of the variations of the myth, it's the blade so sharp that it doesn't hurt or it's, or it doesn't, it doesn't bleed. Um, or it doesn't bleed because it's, it sucks the, the blood from you. But most of them are, it seems to be re- just referencing the fact that the, the sickles claws that it cuts with you are just so very sharp. So it doesn't seem that bad to get attacked by one, but they're definitely dangerous. Um, and this is one of the ones that's in Okami, but in Okami, it's interesting because it's actually three little guys and they combine together. And then depending on which one's in charge at the moment, they'll have a different element and that's what you need to use a different brush technique. Should I say what Okami is if I'm going to talk about it in the episode? Yeah, probably. Yes. Okami is a video game where you play as the god Amaterasu uh, incarnated in a wolf and uh, you have to fight the evil monsters like Orochi and all that and return Japan to good times. 
Um, and the, the gimmick of the game is that you have uh, a magic brush that you can do to different techniques to like create fire or water or bombs or restore things and you can use those to fight the monsters and then solve puzzles in the game it's a good game and i just finished playing it because they had the okami hd on sale in the switch store so i bought it for ten dollars so you mentioned that they leave wounds that Mm -hmm. don't bleed yes so next Mm-hmm. is another bird wyvern. This one is actually more bird-like. Okay, well, he has to be a tango. Nope. <laughs> no? Uh, I'll send you a picture of him. Okay. Uh, this one's called Song. The name doesn't tell me anything. Oh, he's... Oh, he, oh he's the... He's the Kasabake. Yep. Uh, That's an interesting way to do that. Yeah, I thought it was really... I didn't, like... It didn't occur to me what he was supposed to be based on until I looked it up, and then I was like, oh, that makes so much sense. He always stands on one foot. Yep, classic. And he likes to ring his crest with his wings so that he looks a little bit like an umbrella. Uh-huh. And he has the crest on his forehead that looks like an eye. Yes. Yeah, I was taking all uh, the things like, oh, look at look at that, look at that. What's this? He's got a weird-looking tail. Yeah, I assume it's cuttable. He hasn't been um, fightable yet. Uh-huh. So. Uh, so it does fire breath. Mm-hmm. That's the thing it can do. Yeah, that makes sense. Like I said, we only have stuff of it from pre-release footage. Mm-hmm. Um, so most of the time it does flying and it uses its collar and wings as a shield to defend itself. Mm-hmm. And uh, it shoots bouncy fireballs. Interesting. Interesting te- Interesting quality for fire to have. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that that's, he's pretty neat looking. Yeah. All right, so he so he's based on the the Kaso Bake, which is a little umbrella demon. It's a it's one of the once once it's considered a Sukumogami. Do you know what that is? I do not. Okay, perfect, because I, I can tell the listener as well. So Sukumogami is basically any sort of spirit or demon that was literally just created by if an item is just exists for long enough, it'll become have a spirit. Um, Usually it's for about a hundred years, and then then if it, like so basically the umbrella's been around for hundred years. Uh, now it now it's a Kasa Obake. Sometimes they're not Sukumogami, but oftentimes they are. But what's interesting about them though is that unlike most yokai, they're just generally people. Everyone agrees like they're fictional. There's not really real life like urban legend sightings of Kasa Obake. They're 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 considered a fictional yokai. <laughs> Do you think that's because they're so silly? Maybe. I don't there's a lot of silly yokai, so I don't know. But so basically what a kasabake is is just a umbrella that's got an eye on it and one leg. Now here this guy he has two legs, he just only stands on one. But usually they just only have one and they hop around and they have really long tongue that they get you with. But that's about all they do. They're not they don't there's not a lot of they're not very menacing, probably probably because they're no one thinks they're real. I don't know. Uh, do you want to? Do you want to hear? Uh, he, here's a clip from its in-game description. Mm-hmm. Uh, when this huge bird wyvern stands on one leg, its peculiar collar gives it the appearance of a monstrous parasol. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. He's an umbrella bird. Yeah, it's pretty funny looking. I like him. I think it's interesting choice that they decided to not give him one eye, but to give him a sort of crest that looks like a, a big beady eye. Yeah, in, in general, Monster Hunter tries to stick to this thing should at least be 
possible to exist, even if it doesn't really make sense. Uh-huh. Like, obviously, there's no fire-breathing birds, but if yeah. th- this thing is a bird. It's not a magic bird. This yeah. is just a thing that's evolved here. Uh-huh. There, now, there aren't um, ca- there aren't Kaso, Baka, and Okame, so I can't speak to them <laughs> in that game. Well, it'd be silly if there was, wasn't, wouldn't there? I don't know. There's, there's some silly stuff in Okami. It's not an overly serious right. game. Are, are you ready for the next monster? Yes. Uh, so this is the one I predict you're going to like the least. <laughs> oh, I'm worried then. Uh, so this is our first one that's not a amphibian or a wyvern. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one is a fanged beast. Okay. I'm going to uh, guess he's the Oni. The... Nope. This one is called the Bishaten. Hmm. Oh. He's kind of an odd-looking guy. Uh, is he supposed to be the Tengu? Yes, he is. He does not look like a Tengu at all. Not super, but... He his, looks like a his, bat! His title is literally Tengu Beast. So. Okay, then yeah, there you go. He's an odd-looking guy. I don't hate him, I just don't really like him. Well, I don't know. He's a monkey, so I figured you wouldn't like him. He looks more like a bat than a monkey to me, but I guess he is kind of monkeyish. He's he's sort of like a winged uh, baboon. Yeah. Or what are those hot spring monkeys called? Uh, I know what you're talking about, but I don't know what kind of monkey they are. A macaque. That's what it is. That's it's what like they a are. Winged macaque. It does the 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 sort of pointy up ear things make me think bat? I think, and the fact that he has wings. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, you'll note two interesting things. His tail actually has a hand on the end of it. I did notice that. I don't like it. Yeah, he spends most of the night standing on that. Okay, so he's like an apom. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You'll notice he also is about to throw a giant persimmon at you. He is. It's very Japanese of him to throw a persimmon. That's just what he does. He just throws yeah. persimmons. They're good. They kind of taste um, like apples. Uh, I, from what I understood, they were like sweet tomatoes. I guess sort of that, that makes sense too. I mean, tomatoes don't have a strong taste. I thought it was kind of... Vaguely apple. It's a very mild, sweet flavor. I don't. I don't mind them. They're they're quite nice. They're expensive though, so I don't get them very often. So, uh, part of its description is that it is a curious beast, and hmm. it is mischievous and loves to pray, play pranks on people. It's very monkey uh, of mostly it. Mostly involving fruit throwing. <laughs> it's not really a prank. They're just throwing fruit at people. Yeah. This is a, this is such a monkeyish uh, creature. How? <laughs> Tengus deserve better than this. Yeah, it, it weirdly has a beak, which is supposed to look like the Tengu's nose. I mean, I mean, I guess that because I mean, well, ori- the original depictions of Tengu, they did have beaks, and the beaks became noses, basically, oh. in folklore as folklore shifted. Uh, yeah, he sort of does wind things, and he's like, "What?" Well, the wind things is very Tengu thing of him to do. I'll give him that much. So his English name is uh, Bishaten. Yeah. Uh, and right beneath it, it has his Japanese name, which yeah. is Bishutengo. Okay. Is it the, both the names? Both the names are interesting because they make me think of Bishamonten, who is, uh, is? Uh, is I. I was gonna I. I was gonna say Shinto, but it's I believe it's this is there's a group of this the seven lucky gods that are Shinto gods, but they're borrowed from uh I wanna say Buddhism. But that might be wrong. But I think that's right. And uh Bishamonten is oh, basically the god of war. 
So I guess it makes sense for that angry monster you're fighting would be named after him, sort of, but he doesn't look very tactical. Hmm. Well, this is a monkey, and monkeys are smart. Uh, he's just, you say that, but all of his pranks are just throwing fruit at people. That's not very clever. That's just throwing fruit. Anyone could do that. Well, would you like to be pelted with a giant persimmon? I'm not saying I'd like it. I'm just saying it's not like I could just move. It's it's not a hard prank to avoid. Shows what you know about persimmons. Uh, <laughs> I think I know more about them than you. <laughs> Clearly you don't know as much about dodging persimmons as I uh, <laughs> But yeah. you tell everybody about Tengu. Tengu? I'm, go- I'm going to. So Tengu are very classical, classic yokai. Um, they're typically rendered as, um, they're sort of humanoid in shape. And oftentimes and, uh, their faces are these, they got these big crazy red faces where they look like they're like, really indignant all the time and they've got these big long noses and it's a popular uh mask like festivals is a tengu mask because it's a big angry red face with a long nose in fact there's a a, one of the emojis is that yeah yeah um so that's that's the sort of classical tengu they usually they're and they they're used to be more sort of benevolent yokai but their image is is often it's more of sort of like definitely dangerous but more of a like they protect mountains and stuff um, and they can do like wind magic. They usually are depicted carrying fans, um, and usually they have wings. And sometimes they also have hands. Usually they have hands. Um, and what's interesting is they've become associated with uh, sort of ascetic monks. Uh, where one of a traditional style dress for those was the yamabushi, and so usually tengu are, are depicted wearing yamabushi clothes, which are these sort of robes that have these big pom poms down the front. They're very, they're very festive. Um, and usually they have really tall geta, which is again a yamabushi thing. So it's like a the classical sort of Japanese sandal that have like the sort of prongs on it. And they're just, re- the prongs are really long, so they're like really high shoes. I thought it was weird that they didn't include those into the Bishaten's design. Yeah, there's really not a lot of tengu things here. Like he has a beak and he has wings, but they're... Well, for one, I would say that I would, the most prototypical Tengu design is the crow Tengu. And they didn't make him a crow. They made him blue. So if, yeah. if, I feel like it would at least help if he was if he was more specifically like a crow. Or like give him, uh, give him a little hat. I don't know. Tengu are very, very distinctive design. And there's like nothing of it here. Uh, well, I mean, like I said, they have to keep it to a thing that evolved in a place. Yeah, I, I guess. But they could evoke the hat. Yeah, he could have had like a crest on his head that looks like the little hat they have. Yeah. I would like that. Yeah. And or give or like his face his face could have been red. That would have helped. Maybe when he gets angry his face gets red and his hair sticks Maybe. up and looks like a little hat. I hope so. That would be cool. Like yeah. Uh it also would not surprise me. Yeah, that would make sense. Well, I guess we'll just have to wait. See, you can't fight him yet, I assume. No, uh, the only new monsters, new monster that's fightable is uh, Great Izuchi. Okay. Um, so next up mm-hmm. is one who. Oh wait, wait! I wanted to quickly talk about the Tengu and Okami. It's very quick because basically the Tengu and Okami is exactly like you'd expect a Tengu to be. <laughs> it's a very classical Tengu. You fight a couple of them. Anyway. 
Uh, so the next monster I have for you is one whose origin I don't necessarily agree with what I've read. Interesting. So I'm going to send it to you. It's the Somnicath. That's a crazy name. Yeah, it is a witch-like fish that makes people fall asleep, and it's a leviathan-type monster. Mm-hmm. And I think people immediately saw fish and went, oh, that's an Akikyo. And I don't uh-huh. agree with that. It sort of just seems like an Oni to me. It's got the horns. Well, actually, <laughs> this relates to my research. Yeah. So I did look up the Akikyo because that's the one you told me that told me it was. Which is really just a big sea monster kind of thing. It's kind of it didn't didn't really specify a lot of what what it was, but um, what they did say is that sometimes they're uh, big uh, ningyo, which are Japanese mermaids, and usually when they're uh, the big giant mermaids, they do have oni horns. Oh. Yeah. So it might it might specifically be the the ningyo type akugyo. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't know there was a specifically a Japanese mermaid. Oh yeah, the ningyo. Which just means human fish. They're, I don't know if they're necessarily direct analogs to mermaids, but they're often compared to, compared to such. So its Japanese name might mean something to you. It means nothing to me. Okay. Uh, but it's Isone Mikuni. I mean, it sounds like a. It sounds like it could be a reference to something. I don't know what it is. So. Yeah. Right. That's what I was feeling. But yeah, no, that makes a lot more sense to me than just yeah. it being a fish because it's a fish. So that might so that might be what they were directly doing because it does have those oni horns. But uh, it has the purple fins that look like hair. Yeah. Uh, it. Let me see if I can find the teaser image for it because one of the like games directors just posted a little picture and was like, hey, here's a teaser for a monster. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't able to find uh, the Twitter picture, but it was literally mm-hmm. just like a fish with hair making a silly face. Um, yeah, but I did find a picture of the Somnicanth doing the Pogchamp face. So, you know. <laughs> oh, good. But tell tell us about this. This is a very interesting looking design. Yeah. So, like I said, it's sort of a big fish, and it does like weird spell casting. I mean, it's a, when... it, you say it's a big a big fish. It's got arms and legs. Yeah. It's so it's a Leviathan type monster. Mm-hmm. Uh, and their sort of body plan is sort of crocodilian torso mm-hmm. with a long neck and tail. That makes sense. That's what that's what we're looking at here for sure. Yeah, but it's, it very distinctly has more fish-like fins than they typically do, and a yeah. fish-like face. And they're very long and elegant, and purple. But the yeah, body they, is yellow. They look like hair or flowing. They look like hair or like flowing clothing. Yeah. I would say it's very witchy. Yeah. I like that they sort of uh, especially make it look like it's hair or or clothes because it's a different color than the main body. Uh, it does uh, sleep powdering moves, which is oh. where it gets Somna for yeah. its name. Uh, it can it's, it has a really cool animation in its trailer where it like flops onto its back and starts swirling sleep powder in its front claws while swimming. Mm, cool. Its front claws are very interesting. Uh, apparently, despite its appearance, it is extremely aggressive and tolerates no trespassers. That makes sense. It's it's a striking design. Although if it, if it wants you to leave, it probably shouldn't make you go to sleep. You can't leave if you're asleep. Well, I assume it then eats you. Oh, yeah. That's, I guess, another way to get rid of trespassers. <laughs> it's not friendly. <laughs> its claws are, like, wavy. They're long and wavy in a way I've not seen claws be before. Yeah, they look like they're for um, 
cracking open clams, I would say. Mm, that makes sense. Uh, so yeah, do you have anything more to say about Agukia? Uh, no, they were just big Agukia? fish. They're they're just like just big sea monsters. They were they weren't specific. It was the the ones that were Ningyo big that were giant Ningyo that were more interesting. And I think probably if this design is supposed to be that, it's probably the Ningyo variant of Agukia. I like how she's like balancing on her tail. It's an in, it's a very interesting pose for a creature this shape to have. Yeah, it's a uh, like I said, its movements are very striking. If you want, I can send you the trailer afterwards, and you can see how it moves. Yeah, um, I can't really think. There's like fish monsters in Okami, but there isn't really any giant fish monsters. There's the water mm. dragon, but he's a dragon, so he's not a fish. Although he's, he kind of looks like an oarfish. He's interesting looking. I'm reminded of the elephant koi from Avatar: The Last Airbender. I can't remember that, but I'm sure you're. Oh, like the the two the two fish, the yin yang fish. No, the oh. and it's like in like episode three where oh, Aang okay. is riding around on a giant koi. I don't remember that, but I'm sure it happened. All right, so next monster. Mm-hmm. So this is uh, his name is Goss Harag. It's, its name is what? Goss Harag. Okay. Uh, he's another fanged beast type monster. Okay. Uh, he's pretty wild looking. You'll be able to tell what he's supposed to be as soon as you see him. He's an oni. Yeah. Yeah. He kind of looks uh, like a. So he lives. He looks yetiish too. Yeah, he lives in the Frost Islands. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he can expel super cooled liquid from his mouth. Oh, cool. That he uses to cover his arm and grade an ice blade. <laughs> I thought he was just holding that thing, but he that's his arm. Yeah, so normally he walks on all fours, but when he ices up his arm, he stands on his uh, back legs. Mm-hmm. He's interesting looking. So. I like his big furry furriness. It's not... I wouldn't say that's particularly Oni-ish to be covered in fur, but sometimes they are. It's it's in the face and the red. Yeah, arms. no, the face for sure. He's got they're a little lumpier, but they're pretty much just the classic Oni horns. Uh huh. But I, I I like this. This is an interesting design. He's got like is he got little clothes on? Has he got like a loincloth? No, that's just fur. Oh, interesting. He's furry except for his limbs. He, I like his big crazy mouth with like the car- almost cartoonish outer teeth. Yes, those are called something, and I don't remember what they're called. <laughs> You're Ram- Mr. Ram- Mr. Biology Man. What? Yeah, because they don't they don't exist in extant animals, as far as I'm aware. Oh, but there's still a word for them. Oh, did like extinct yeah. animals have them? Yeah, mm. I can't remember the word for them though. He's also got very haunting eyes. Yeah, they um. So when he goes into rage mode mm-hmm. and moves around, they leave yellow trails through the air. Oh, nice! I like that. Apparently, he's specifically based on uh, the Namahage. Oh, okay. Well, now I see it. Yeah, that's why he's all hairy with the big face. I think his face also turns red when he gets mad. Yeah. And it is actually his Japanese name is Gosahagage. Okay, well, perfect. That's that's perfect then, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, Oni is a pretty g- general category, but Namahage is very specific. And there are both Oni and Namahage in, in Okami. Um, 
but I didn't research Namahage, so I can't necessarily tell you anything about them. But they're kind of they're they're oftentimes worn as costumes, and they're sort of made of straw. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they're very they're very tra- traditional. Yeah, they're like the classic monster. Yeah. Well, Oni are. Yeah, I was like Namahage in particular. Oni don't usually have straw, but um, but I can talk about Oni for sure. Um, so typically they come in two colors. There's the red Oni and the blue Oni, and it's become it's such a cultural like Oni are so so culturally important in, in Japan that like red Oni, blue Oni sort of become almost like a comedy archetype so like sort of a the blue oni is sort of more laconic and laid back and the red oni is very hot-blooded and like aggressive and oftentimes characters in like shows that will be themes like one's the blue oni one's the red oni even if they're not actually monsters there's that like classic japanese comedy thing Mm -hmm. where it's they'll just have a conversation and one will say something stupid and the other goes what are you an idiot oh yeah that's a that's the bokeh and sukomi the bokeh is the idiot and the sukomi is the straight man yeah. And we have like the concept of like a straight man in uh, our culture too. But it's in the Japanese, they specifically you have to have both the idiot and the straight man. Um, here's the the so Okami has oni, but they're kind of weird. They're like almost like centaur oni. Interesting. Which is very interesting. Um, but typical typical Japanese oni is just like a just very humanoid kind of just like kind of you think of like a big buff demon. They got like little demon horns, and like usually like pointy teeth, and uh, usually they're they the traditional oni weapon is the katanbo, which is a big spike club, mm. and usually they wear wear like leopard or tiger pelts for clothes. It's very the traditional look. But the namahage um, are pretty traditional in Okami. They're just little 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 men. With sort of straw clothes, and they got big weird faces that look like masks, which is probably based on the fact that Gosserog's face also looks distinctly like a mask. It does, yeah, yeah. He look he looks like a big yeti Namahage, I think. Well, uh, before he ices up his arm, he actually ambulates like a bear. He uses the same rigging oh, that the bear type monsters. He, that makes sense. He's bear. He's bear like. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. All right, I'm trying to find the. Oni from Okami, but they're not called Oni in the English version of the game, so, so I can't remember what they're called. Oh, because they're called they're called ogres. In so there's a red ogre and a blue ogre, um, and the gimmick for them is that they wear masks, and you have to knock the masks off to hurt them. You know how much I like masks. You do like a mask. How do you like that mask? Uh, it's a little. It's a little a lot. <laughs> it's they're very big. They're almost wall like on their faces. That's the red one. The blue one's basically the same thing, but blue. And they 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 got double cut almost. Yeah. And they're also big big fat horses. Oh, do you want to see what they look like without their masks? Yeah. They're very bad. Ugh. Yeah. Put it back, please. <laughs> I told you they're bad. Yeah, I don't know why they made them centaurs in this game, but they did. Just just for fun. not even I guess not even centaur because they're not like they don't have a separate torso they just have arm they just have four legs and four hoofed legs and also arms just for fun and you can also as you can see here the two typical styles of oni horn which is the one style that I think is probably slightly more popular is having two little horns which are sort of like typical like sort of devil horns like you'd see in the west and then the other style is just having the one central forehead horn like a unicron 
A unicron? Like Transformers? A unicron. I know what I said. <laughs> okay. Just wanted to make sure. But yeah, um, so that, those are the Onis and also the Namahage. You know, you know what else has Onis? Um, lots of things. <laughs> Dragon Ball. <laughs> what does, does... You know what? I forgot about... Uh, I don't remember their actual names. And I wanted to call them Hans and Franz, but that's not their real name. No, that's their name in Dragon Ball Z Abridged. Gauz and Mez. That's their names. In the dub, they were Gauz and Mez. Yeah. Uh, but they are also the blue and red Oni. Exactly. Yeah, and they just hang out in hell, which is not necessarily where Oni actually normally hang out in, in myth, but that's fine. There's probably some hanging out there. I mean, that's where uh, they change, again, they change his name. King Yema. Yeah. King Enma. Yeah. I think in the Japanese, he's literally just Enma. Yeah. Um, anyway. Who's so next? This is next. Next one is the monster we have know the least about. Okay. Uh, because we only have one shot of it. Cool. Uh, and we know its name uh-huh. in Japanese. Okay. So I'll send it to you. Uh, this is Yatsukadaki. Okay. I can't make a whole up, but I feel like I just from process elimination, she must be the spider one. Yeah. So. She is basically how they announced that the Temnoserin monster group was returning. What is that? Like spider people or insect people? Or insect monsters, it's I guess, not spiders. people. Okay. Uh, it's specifically the only monster we've ever seen that is a Temnoserin is uh, Nersyla. Okay, so it sounds like Syla. Yeah, she's a big spider. Mm-hmm. It's a very It's a very narrow group of monsters to have. Which is why there's only one. Well, yeah. there are two. Yeah. Um, so this one is, like I said, Yetsukadaki. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen this image of it where it's yeah. sort of just a front on. It might be upside down. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and it is a spider. Yeah, I can see that much. <laughs> that is all the information we have. That's <laughs> fair. So she's as Grayson. And I assume the community guess is probably based on... I mean, she doesn't look like a woman, but again, against Monster Hunter, they're not a lot of humanoid monsters. You might you might even go as far as to say that, that there are none. Yeah, okay. But I don't know. Is this your guess or the community's guess that she's based on the Jirogumo? Well, I mean, it's a spider in a game where all the new monsters are yokai, so... Yeah. I mean, I don't know. There might be other spider yokai. I don't know. I'm not a yokai expert, but... Yorogumo makes sense to me, I guess. It's the most famous one. It's the only one I knew about previously. Yeah. Yeah, so the spider... The Yorogumo so is basically a spider woman, but not, not like Spider-Man. <laughs> like, like she's like a woman... Like a active Spider-Man? A centaur, but instead of the horse, it's a spider. Sometimes... Sometimes it's an entire spider, not necessarily for Jirogumo, but like in just Spider Woman in general. Yeah. But I learned, I learned a thing that's not interesting about monsters, but it's interesting about the Japanese language. I learned about a new term today because of the Jirogumo. Um, so the what kanji is written with is a called example of something called a jukujikun, which is when the the reading of the the kanji isn't necessarily directly corresponding to the what the kanji is written with. Which I guess is fairly common, but it's interesting. It's like a lot of because t- it's a lot of times it's like when, um, particularly for the, the there's two types of this, but there's the jukujikin type. A lot of them are um, borrowed words that are uh, yeah. the the pronunciation is similar to the borrowed word, 
but the kanji written with is refer like like d- describes what it is which is like basically it's like what all of chinese is like but japanese often doesn't doesn't do this because they have their own alphabet yeah. and so a lot of times these words will will just be written in the alphabet like for example the uh word for bread which is pan is usually just written in hiragana which is one of the alphabets um yeah i guess they didn't have wheat huh yeah well yeah well and then it's like because it's a it's it's fairly early on. it's from the portuguese word pow um yeah i just i just never would have thought of that yeah um hmm. yeah and that's it's a lot of a lot of the times a lot of the, those older loan words do have kanji that they can be written with a lot of times the newer ones they just don't pop bother anymore because they're usually not written with the kanji anyway but a lot of the older ones do have kanji that they can be written with um and so the word for uh, jirakuma is actually an, i don't know why because it's not a loan word but sometimes it's actually another example a lot of these words are ainu loan words um which is what the old like because they're that's why they're the older ones that would have kanji readings because uh they're like a rich, very very old words like the word for uh do you know the Japanese word for reindeer? Tonakai is an Ainu loan word. I did not. I didn't either, but now I do. Um, so for this one, maybe I don't know what what the reason. Just that the Wikipedia article says that it is a Jukujikun, so I had to go read about them. So uh, the kanji it's typically written with uh, basically means entangling newlywed woman, which doesn't really tell you anything about what it is other than it's a woman. But it kind of tells you about the story. Yeah. Um, and but the the for the actual meaning name which has its own kanji it, it means woman spider, which is a little more blunt. Yes, so basically it's a spider. It's a spider woman that can turn into just a regular beautiful woman, and then will like trick people. You know, like she love. What? Like she love. What? She love from Lord of the Rings. She can turn into a spider woman. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm-mm. I've never seen a picture of woman she love. Well, when we're done, I'll send it to you. It's not particularly interesting. Okay. Um, uh, She's just kind of a pretty lady, I guess. Another the thing, so, so in one of the, there's a lot of, a lot of like the information about yokai comes from different books that have been written about yokai because it's just like things, monsters, people create, like it's created, then just like, like talk about like, hey, it's a thing because they're like made up, obviously. I, mean, I know we we said that the Kasabaki is thought of as made up, but a lot of these are. I mean, they're all made up. None of them are real, as far as I'm aware. In one of one of one of those resources, it's uh, depicted as a spider woman who manipulates small fire breathing spiders. In the picture, she's got them oh. on she's got them on leashes that I assume are made out of web. And I think that's like I think that's a cool detail. I want to know more about huh. the. I want to know more about those guys. Huh. And also, it just seems like a weird thing to have when you already have, like, the seduction mechanic with your woman form. Hmm. Seems like you don't need both, but I like that she has it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I just had an epiphany. Yeah? Do you know the Pokemon Sneasel? Yeah. Do you think he's supposed to be a Kamiyatachi? Probably. Anyway. An an ice-themed one. Yeah. But yeah. So... That's all of the new monsters from Monster Hunter Rise. Mm-hmm. Technically, there's one more, but as far as I'm aware, he's not based on a yokai. <laughs> Why wouldn't they commit to the theme? Well, what is he? Maybe he's this one you don't know about. Uh, he's called Magnamalo. Mm-hmm. He's called the Malice Tiger Wyvern. There's a picture of him. I mean, that head 
design looks East Asian in inspiration. Yeah, it just doesn't. You know, oh, I know, I know what Grayson. I know what he is. What? He's he's samurai armor. Yeah, but that's not a yokai. The living armor is not a yokai. Is it? I think so. There's a boss in Okami who's living armor, so I feel like probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, he's a big tiger that breathes purple gas that uh, makes other monsters, or it eats other monsters and makes purple gas that makes it even stronger. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has a shot in one of the trailers of it jumping and grabbing Rathalos out of the air and ah. using him as a projectile to attack you. That's rude. Yeah, he's pretty brutal. I googled living armor yokai and didn't get anything particular, but I did get linked to Sukumogami, so I guess like by argument of Sukumogami, you could have a uh, armor Sukumogami if you wanted. I guess I don't know. I don't know if he's based on anything specific. He might I, be. If I'm I, wrong, let me know. I don't know if he's based on yokai. I do think he's based on samurai armor. Well, yeah, he's got like the plates on the shoulder and the wrist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the crest on the forehead. But yeah. Yeah, so that was that was those. Mm-hmm. Uh, which one do you want to rate? I just wanted to make sure I, there wasn't any Okami monsters I wanted to bring up just while we we're on topic of yokai. Well, we're already an hour. Yeah, that's true. I'll tell, actually, I will tell you about one, but I'll tell you about it later because he's not based on yokai. Um, let's rate. I'm trying to decide which one is the most interesting. You know what? I want to I want to rate the umbrella bird because I think that one's the most creative. And most like no, thought... eff- effective um, implementation of the inspiration. I really thought you were gonna go with Somnicanth, but yeah, no, I'm down to redact the song. Which one, Somnicanth? The fish? The mermaid. She's pretty good too. Yeah. No, but let's, let's redact the song. I like birds right. more than a fish, so I like this one better. I don't think we've ever rated a bird before. Yeah, probably not. Those are first. Well, I mean, okay, we've rated dinosaurs. Yeah, which <laughs> this is definitely a very dinosaur-like bird too. But yeah. we're going to call this our first avian that we're rating. Right, hooray. Unless we forgot one. Which is probable. But yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah, it's fine. Uh, so. so first up is handsomeness. That's not first. Versus monstrousness. Yeah, uh, no, it's not. Yeah, <laughs> no, you're right. I, I'm Boo Boo the Fool. <laughs> you're right. It, that's, the, that's the last one we do. Damn. Yeah, no, you, you, you're right. <laughs> Monstrousness. It's, it's, I mean, it's, I definitely, like, look at it and, like, that's, you see, oh, bird, but I wouldn't look at it and say, oh, that's a bird, because it's very weird looking. Its wings are ver- are not like a bird's wings in any way. It's, like, layers of, like, very fleshy things. It doesn't look like feathers at all. Maybe it has feathers, but it looks more, like, almost bat-like in some ways, but bat wings don't fold in like a fan the way this does because it's inspired by an umbrella so i think they it's look a little bit like fins to be honest a little bit yeah it's weird it's a weird design it's weird and the, the crush has got a weird fleshiness to it that i i find unpleasant mm-hmm. but i like i like that i find it. it's a very it's a very fleshy bird which i think is an interesting thing to do so I think he he's definitely like reads it's like someone says here's this bird I this bird monster I made you like yeah it's a bird monster but it's a very odd looking bird yeah especially with like the crest on its head that looks like an eye which birds often have things that like look like other things but not in that way <laughs> way particularly I, I would say it's 
reminiscent of like the peacock tail eyes. Mm-hmm. But you, those are usually made of feathers, and this is made of flesh. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna give him a five out of six. All right. I'm, yeah, I'm agreeing with you. Yeah. <laughs> Companion. Uh, next is companionship. companionship. <laughs> I'm gonna read you the other part of its in-game description that I did not read earlier. Okay. Uh, it is fiercely territorial, and whenever mm-hmm. it finds intruders, it spreads its wings and unfolds the eye-like crest on its head to terrifying effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like like <laughs> like a lot of Grayson's picks and like the other Monster Hunter monster we talked about. I'm gonna give this guy a zero because he wants to kill me. Yeah. Listen. And I don't know. I would argue. Yeah. That mine mine may rate very low on the companionship scale. Uh huh. But mine also rate very highly on the monstrousness. They scale. do you because you pick more like monster animal like animal like monster things, and I pick a lot of like sort of sexy things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yes, no, it it gets a zero for yeah. companionship. Yeah. Maybe a small one you could hang out with. I mean, I don't know. I think it's still it's still gonna be territorial. It's still gonna want you to not be in its territory. It's just less dangerous. Um, I didn't. This yeah. isn't danger rating. This is companionship. Can you hang out with it? And I think it's it's still you can't hang out with it. It's not gonna want to. If you were like a monster rider, you could probably manage it. But I am not a monster rider, unfortunately. So. <laughs> and also, it won't want you to ride it. You could just because you can do it. You you when you're a monster rider, you raise your raise your monster from eggs. Oh, I so. guess yeah. I guess if it may, maybe it would be less territorial if you raised it, but. In general. Hey. Handsome. So, like, I, I, like, respect this design. I don't think it's nice. I think it's unpleasant to look at. Because, <laughs> again, the, it's got it's got an odd fleshiness for a bird. And I don't, I think the tail is weird because the tail is also very fleshy for a bird tail. Yeah. I do like birds, though. I think that the legs are nice. I like the, the legs are pleasant to look at. But everything, pretty much everything, every other part of this bird is not, I don't, unpleasant to look at. Yeah, I think I would give it if 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 the the sort of the umbrella parts, which like the crest on the the big crest and the wings, if they were a brighter color, I think I would find it a little bit more handsome. But it's a fairly muted color. Yeah. So I'll give him. I'll give him like a. mm, I'll give him a two. Uh, I am gonna give him a three because I I think birds are neat. Yeah. I mean, I think birds are neat too, but this is a really weird bird. That's true. Yeah. But I, I liked, I liked, I learned a couple more things about yokai, which I like, and I like, I like looking at most of these guys. Yeah, they're all pretty cool. Yeah. Do you want to, do you want to give me a lead in? No, oh, no, I don't want to. Oh, okay. <laughs> definitely don't look for us at... Uh, Ob Monstercast on Twitter, mm-hmm. or at or or email us at ourbeautifulmonster at gmail dot com. Yeah, don't don't do those things. That would be against Kate. That would be against Katie's wishes, and you yeah. don't want to disappoint her. She gets real petty. <laughs> um, Katie, definitely don't tell people what to do once they're done listening. To yeah, this once you're done listening, uh, don't don't rate or review or subscribe to our podcast, and don't tell other people. To come listen as well. You know, if we were a more professional podcast, I would re-edit. I would have us re-record that, but we're not, so I won't. No, no. Uh, That's the joke. This week we're doing a joke version of that. No, that's just the way it is. uh, 
So, Katie, what are we going to talk about next time? Uh, next time, we're going to talk about uh, Turbo Teen. You're going to cut all that? Yeah. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>